Hello, welcome back to Dr. Introspect TV, and it's your host, Dr. Introspect, and I'm back. I'm bringing to you a podcast style analysis on a highly requested TV show. And today we're going to be talking about sex life. Stay tuned. Alright, we're back. Like I said earlier, this was actually requested by a few of the people in the community. That's right, if you are interested in having a movie or a show that you enjoy being featured on the channel, just make use of the comment section down below or any of our other platforms that are in the description box below. And then we can have a conversation that is beneficial to the community. So before I dive right in, I want to say everything that I share on this platform and in this video is for educational and informational purposes only. So if you find that you need help reaching out to perhaps a therapist or counsellor or life coach, do make those resources available to yourself. I myself, I am a life coach. Now, before I dive right in, more things to address. This show is very sexual. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about those aspects of this show. So, if that's why you're here, I'm sorry. But if you find that even just the mention of a title like this is upsetting or against your values, perhaps your religious, spiritual, or whatever personal values you have, you might want to skip this video because if it's not for you, it's not for you. However, there are some deep things that I am going to be unpacking in this analysis and you are going to want to sit for this one. So I have to say, this is one of those stories where there are many characters involved. The story essentially focuses on just three people, a couple and another guy that is from the woman's past life. By past life, I mean when she was younger, her former love. And that's it. The story is just centered on them and their life and their journey together. It is a Netflix show, of course, so if you haven't seen it, you can go up there and catch it. But I'm sure you'll still be able to get what you need from this analysis whether or not you have seen it and there will be some spoilers ahead warning so just a brief background the main characters here like i said billy the woman in question her husband cooper and her former love brad and we see a suburban housewife that left her graduate degree program in clinical psychology to be with her loving and doting husband Cooper who is on paper the perfect husband you can ever imagine loving caring honest responsible and 
she comes to Cooper in this version of herself where she is what's the word she is more reserved so when she was younger in college and all of that she explored a lot of her sexuality with different men and she had her heart broken so many times until she met this guy Brad and they had their ups and downs it was a tumultuous relationship although highly passionate and sexual and the chemistry energy between the two of them was utterly magnetic and Cooper her husband is like the opposite of this guy in every way and when she meets him because she feels like she's probably not pure enough or good enough or you know like a good girl that should deserve a guy like this she downplays this aspects of herself and after some years in her marriage she starts to have this craving for this sexual energy to be rekindled inside of her so that's a very brief summation of what this series is about However, there are different layers to it. So we find out that she is nursing her second baby. She's still breastfeeding and they show us the rawness of it all, you know, going out and you know, having your top wet because, you know, you kind of spilled from the breast milk, having to pump and going through postpartum depression which I feel is a topic that has been explored often in TV and the media and I highly appreciate it because these are conversations that need to be had for women to understand that this phenomenon occurs more often than they know and they can get the help they need via therapeutic intervention if so needed. And so we see that she's going through that and then she also has this aspect of herself where she's having this confliction of roles and identity where she's having a difficult time figuring out who Billy is and she feels like this journey of motherhood which is something she wanted so badly for a really long time even when she was with Brad and she finally has it and she's utterly grateful but at the same time she feels like it has somehow eroded her sense of self and her identity and who she is when she is not a mother to her children or the wife of her spouse and all of this comes to a head when you add to the fact that her husband Cooper is not really meeting her at that level of sexual attention that she so desires. He is prioritizing his work above their intimacy and of course he has his own of course he has his own insecurities in the sense that he felt like he's not performing as much perhaps getting older or the stress getting to him or something but it's not a conversation he shares with his wife and you add all of that together and the wife begins to fantasize about these old sexual exploits and she starts to journal them 
in her computer as a way to get through it and her husband reads it and somehow becomes obsessed with this life that she had before who she used to be and it creates a sense of insecurity for him where he feels like he's not sure of the kind of person he married and he feels inadequate he has read about all these exploits that she had and he hasn't experienced a quarter of them and she hasn't expressed any of those things with him and then there is the recurring fantasy of this particular ex-partner Brad that he now compares himself to and that's another layer that's explained here in this show this is a guy that just on his own i'm sure he thought of himself as a really great guy and other people think of him as a really great guy but this issue that his wife is working through and dealing with that i would admit she's not dealing with in the best way i would have said for a person that almost graduated with her clinical degree and is a child counselor in school for a time I would say she should have gotten the help that she needed. She also has a friend that is also a teacher. You know, she teaches psychology, probably is a therapist as well. So she had those resources. She even had another friend that was a professor. I feel like she knew better and she could have handled it better. But this was what she chose to do and in this kind of dynamic an issue that is her own thing right it's her own thing she's resolving and dealing with her husband cooper now personalizes and starts to see it as a reflection on himself that he is not a good enough lover or he's not sexy enough or he is not i'm sure that a lot of people can think about this and even though this is fantasy for some people it's more real in the sense that they have partners that are actually stepping outside of their own connection and I don't mean polyamory because then that's consensual but it's more like secret cheating and dishonesty and those kind of things and you start to compare yourself and you start to think it's about you that there's something wrong with you and your takeaway from this should be it's not about you it's the person it's their stuff it's something they need to figure out for themselves not you moving on in the story you know it starts off really sexual and you know she confides in her friend who tells her that a lot of things happen between you and brad and you're just talking about the sexual aspects there's a reason why you're not with him right now and you should think a lot about that and have a more balanced perspective on this person because her desire to have this sexual needs met was creating some kind of halo effect and was creating biases where she was blurring out aspects about Brad that were not entirely positive just so that she can reminisce on this other sexual aspects of him and so at this level about 15 minutes in 
it seems we're just talking about the sexual aspects of the story and many people will say many people will say it's just about the sex but it's not it's a whole lot more like i said I've touched on the postpartum i've talked about the idea of this kind of dynamic creating insecurity in a partner and we see all the ways that they try to overcome it of course by going to a swingers party and a lot of things like that and i'm sure some people might have a problem with that scene because she is obviously still attached to this bad guy and she has a problem with her husband wanting or desiring another woman's body when she is desiring another man in her own argument she might say it's all fantasy she hasn't really done anything for her husband has and that is worse i'm sure that's what she was probably thinking but the main thing that really stuck out to me in the story that really prompted me to act on the recommendation is the whole aspect of trauma bonding and i have to say this because in entertainment music movies books shows there is this glamorization of toxic dynamics and i said this earlier when i reviewed Malcolm and Mary in my my Malcolm and Mary analysis video narcissist and codependence and no i'm not talking about narcissist and codependence here but there was trauma bonding this was not just a loving first love can never forget kind of dynamic between Brad and Billy in a healthy love situation you are able to step away Billy kept feeling like she could not step away and for some reason because of the media because of what we've consumed five books and what not you know the romance novels people feel that the incapacitation of your person your inability to save yourself from a toxic situation is somehow a reflection of how deep your affection love or intimacy is for this other person and i'm sorry to say it simply isn't like i said earlier healthy love you are able to step away when you need to if you need to take care of yourself if it becomes unhealthy for either of you and for 8 years away from this guy even when she was with him she couldn't leave she was trauma bonded to him now this is a guy that had his own issues i don't want to paint him as the devil or the villain or anything as such we all have our baggage and most people have been traumatized and we carry this baggage into our relationships and try to relive the trauma that we've been through because it's familiar and i've said this before in my umbrella analysis video when i talked about repetition compulsion we do it all over again hoping to get it right and this guy Brad had his own demons and he struggled with love he struggled with intimacy he struggled with vulnerability and 
inside him is a very fearful boy and he masks it with bravado and sexiness and all of that also i observed in the way they bonded it was it was you could see the red flags that were there how he made her get on the train you both experience this fearful situation together and you bond over that there was a lot of highs and lows of their hormones the oxytocin and cortisol all of that that whole cocktail and she is bonding with this guy in a traumatic way the highs and the lows of their relationships it wasn't stable and for some reason people think that this the ups and downs when people say relationships have ups and downs you're supposed to feel stable i'm not saying that there wouldn't be some things that might happen life throwing curveballs at you or you being upset at your partner disagreeing strongly about something but it wouldn't be toxic there will still be mutual respect and here it seems like when they have horrible disagreements that come back and he says i'm sorry and you know what not but there isn't quite much of an effort of change on his part like he just wasn't meeting her where she needed him to be to give her what she needed and she didn't love herself enough and i'll say it she was codependent in those years that she was with Brad she did not love herself enough to realize that this guy cannot give me what i need and perhaps i need to step away from this and take care of myself that this is not love this is not just even sexual fantasy they had a lot of history together but they weren't bonded by love they were bonded by trauma so that is a very key area that i would actually love to spend a whole hour talking about cuz it is entirely pervasive in our society today belly and brad had a trauma bonded connection it wasn't love and brad also could not walk away when he comes back in the way he keeps pushing even though she says no and he keeps coming back and keeps pushing or going after a married woman that has insisted that she doesn't want you has really something to say right there and when i say step away i don't mean you just forget the person you will still be hurt and you will still have to heal and go through the process where you're able to hit that pause button if you feel helpless to hit that pause button you might want to rethink what you have going on cuz it might not just be love it might be something else it might be hormones spikes that have created a bond where you just feel yourself reaching out to this person to give you back or what you think you need now to regulate you like a drug so you need to go back so you can 
top up back up that's how it works in this kind of dynamics now there's something i want to talk about here and there were some feminist aspects that explored in this story and this is the last thing that i'm going to touch on when i really listened and watched the story i saw how they're trying to explore females women exploring their sexuality and i've actually had this happen often with people i work with or guys say that they feel like their female partners are sexually repressed or they feel like sometimes women especially in some societies like in some african societies where women are shamed for sexuality and embracing their sexuality especially when it's not within the context of a marital situation even within the context of a marital situation when a woman is seems to be comfortable in her body and you know she knows all these positions and she's comfortable in the experience and she knows what she wants then her partner is looking at her like huh where you're street walking your past life like what did i marry like was i cheated when i paid your diary and what's going on here and for that reason women find themselves coach switching in that kind of way when they want to settle down with a partner they become and they they turn themselves into this version of themselves where they pretend like they have no other needs other than perhaps what their partner wants or they're completely naive to this kind of things some men on the other side of the spectrum that are more comfortable with this kind of things and would actually desire for their partners to be more comfortable with these kind of things find that they meet women and they feel like they're repressed sexually they feel like they can't be their tiger lion selves that they want to be in the bedroom because women are pretending to be like mice and it's a very interesting dynamic to see played out here in the story and that's one of the last themes that were explored here and so the directors of this show felt like they wanted to show that women can explore whatever aspects of their sexuality without it being tied to a man so the people behind this show are trying to explain that for Billy she felt like her sexual side was tied to Brad and this other side of her that is more reserved was tied to her husband Cooper and when she went back to Brad in the end she says I want to do this thing you know but I'm not leaving my husband. So that leaves us wondering. Of course, we're waiting for season 2. Is she going to have an open marriage with her husband? Is her husband going to be okay with it? Is the husband Cooper going to be doing his own thing? Is this going to be enough for Brad? He tried to propose marriage to her 
is he going to be comfortable with just it being sex as opposed to a whole lot more as he claimed that he desired and of course in this story they also explore the concepts of monogamy and how monogamous relationships are natural and here it's quite interesting because it starts off with us seeing Billy as this person that is a huge proponent of monogamy even from when she was teaching in her grad student days up until the time she was married she believed that your partner should be able to meet all your needs towards the end we see her having this back and forth with herself where she starts to feel like perhaps you can only get 80% and 20% you might not get and you know you live with that and it seems like the 20% one in the end however the writers of the story and the directors are leading us to believe that Billy wants it all that Billy has decided she's going to get it all 20 from Brad and 80 from her husband Cooper and this is where I ask you guys what do you think what are your thoughts on monogamy what are your thoughts on the concept of being grateful and content with the 80% that you're able to get from your spouse do you feel like you're settling and people are settling because they are settling for 80 when they can have more so I would really like for us to have a nuanced conversation a nuanced perspective where we really explore all the shades of grey because this is a very grey area and um, there isn't really quite the black and white and for me I just come here and I table out things and I like to leave it open for people to receive and chip in and add more color and lenses to what we're looking at and so that's all I have for you I looked at three main things I talked about the idea of women understanding their roles and also being confused by them the mother wife self thing the whole phenomenon of losing yourself sometimes as you go on this journey of marital bliss and motherhood as well as you know the traumatic experience of postpartum depression I also talk about trauma bonding and how it is significant in our society today and how it's glamorized as some kind of soulmate love finally I look at the concept of monogamy and the kind of message that I believe that the writers of the story are trying to convey as well as some notes on female sexuality so I'd like to hear your thoughts if you enjoy this video per usual like comment subscribe don't forget to share this video or add it to a playlist and it helps us with the ratings with the YouTube algorithm 
and if this is your first time do hit the subscribe button and click the notification bell so that you're the first to know every time we drop a new video and for all the people that came back i hope to see you next time i love you love yourselves too bye